Hello people, welcome to Trend on Transform. Yes, uh, Trend brings you trendages. You already know that. We don't need to go for that again. My name is Blessing and you need to know this is coming to you from Ministry of Affection at K1. Yeah, what's trending today? Don't worry, don't be too fast. I'll tell you that after I introduce the people I have on set with me today. I have Mr. Aigbe here. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Aigbe, you want to let them know who you are and um, what you're into? Uh, well, Aigbe is my name. I, I work with uh, Ambrosale University. That is where I lecture. Okay, so he's an educationist. Uh, you can say uh, a round peg in a round hole. When I introduce my topic, you understand what I mean. I also have Mrs. Oguara here, the gorgeous, the gorgeous fashionista. She's a <laughs> designer. When you see her, they don't need to tell you who know. You did her body. Welcome she to the show. Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm, so I've introduced her already. And then I also have a parent here. I uh, wonder when you see her, you wonder when you see her elder son, is that your younger brother? <laughs> because it doesn't show on her that she has that grown up son. Yeah. She might tell me the secret to her looking young. Welcome, Siriki. Thank you. All right, uh, today we're looking at schools reopening. COVID-19 is one thing that has uh, affected the year 2020 so badly. Education sector not spared. We're looking at schools reopening for those uh, in exit classes. Uh, that would be GSS 3, that's Junior Secondary School 3, and Senior Secondary School 3. Now, uh, the federal government announced that um, they should resume on 4th of August to give them two weeks of learning preparation for their exam, uh, which would commence on August 17th. So if you uh, look at that, that's just two weeks, two weeks. But some states had another directive to that. They had to, uh, for Edo State, for instance, uh, students were asked to resume 10th of August, which gave them just one week before they begin exams. Looking at this, these are parents, and they've also been through school. I'm not sure anyone here uh, then passed through GSS3, then passed through SS3. So this is something that uh, they passed through and they also have children. And um, uh, Mr. Aigbe here is an educationist. I will begin with him. For students who have been at home for like four months, I don't know, I'm thinking, because I see some of them. I, I, I think if you, you're to wake them in the middle of the night and ask them, how many subjects do you do? Some will forget not to talk of the things they've been taught in those subjects. <laughs> It's two weeks enough. Well, two weeks, two weeks is not enough for such. Even for us that are into, into the job, we still have to read. And at the moment, if you give me two weeks to do some of all these things, it will be difficult compared that to the students. So we are really saying, uh, to be kinded, I don't think two weeks is enough for any student to get prepared for any professional exam as it were at this moment to be very 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 difficult for them but by and large we we try to instances like this uh, in school what we really do in order not to just cancel or scrap so many things the marking scheme for the students are being changed just to suit the situation that is only the palliative that is done in the school but to get the maximum uh, result, as it were, the, the impact that is the students would get from the school they went uh, for, for the moment, and so many things were eluded, and that part 
you can never get it again. Except they have to go for remedial classes just to reawaken some topics that have not been treated. Because it happened to me then, even while I was young, while some topics that I thought I left, I would meet them again. I, I never had a baseline because being in school is, there are some baseline courses that you must know. If you climb on it, you still have to go to the basis. And when that is not done, there is a problem. Mm. Yeah. Uh, while walking past one lecture house, I saw uh, marathon coaching. <laughs> is there anything like marathon coaching? Because the brain is not a computer. Mr. Um, Soguara, some would say if, it's only when you're a lazy student that you will say you're never ready for exam. Because they didn't know two weeks back that they were going to uh, write exam. They knew from the moment they stepped into the exit class. So they've had first term, they've had second term. It's just third term that has been packed Do you think it's only a lazy student that would have problem at this time? No, I wouldn't say that. Even for those that are intelligent as you think they are, you know, having left school for quite a number of months, four months, they will just relent and just be relaxed, thinking mm, whenever they reopen school, I think they will give us more time to at least do some lectures before exam will come. So now it's just coming all of a sudden that school is resuming so 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 time, exams are taking place so 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 time. So it is like a crash thing now. So when they say marathon, it doesn't really work because it's like you are you are jam packing everything into your brain, and sometimes you might just go into the, even what they've taught you to just escape because it's like taking it in but not bringing it out the way you ought to bring it. So I would prefer, I would have just said, would have just given enough time. Let's say, even if they're giving one month, you understand, one month for lecture, you on your own, you will read, you go back to what you have done. By so doing, you'll find out that the good side will come out of you. I think that, that that's the best thing. Now, being that it's becoming like a crash program, what about the psychological effect on the student himself? The pressure. Your parents are telling you, don't fail, don't fail, even if COVID or not COVID. They've paid enrollment fees <laughs> and uh, for some homes that are just managing to make ends meet. You know, how would these children cope with the pressure? That's what, uh, I wanted to say something about the brain, actually, because when we're talking about education, you know that the center, the major core, what we use for education is the brain. We have to understand that no matter how intelligent you are, no matter what you've read, no matter what you've studied, you have to understand that you have to give your time, your brain enough time to rest. So here now, obviously, this is not what anybody can debate. It's, it's obvious that this time is not going to be enough for these children because they are still growing, they are teenagers, and they have so many issues to deal with. Like you said, psychologically, some of their parents are even hitting themselves at home because of the COVID. They have um, problems that are facing their, their homes and they are somehow down, then you're telling them to come and write exams at this period because this is like, you know, they are, they are struggling with um, fees, they are struggling with even food to eat, some of them are struggling with food to eat. So everything is actually not really, so I'm, I'm feeling for them because the psychological aspect is what I feel that many of them will not be able to perform as well as they would have if all this pandemic was not there. Yeah. And so that's why they should have had enough time still rest off the stress, the stress of all this uh, pandemic, the wahala and all this. They should have had enough time to just relax, cool down and then come again, read over what they, they've been taught. But anyway, we don't know. The government has a finance mm. But you they, know, okay. um, just uh, day before yesterday, 
I ran into a student of ours and I asked, uh, what have you been doing? And she said, ah, Oga, I have not been doing anything, no. I was thinking that I could read. But you know, being at home, before you jump to go and do uh, home choice, before your parents will call you, before you go and cook, before you go and do that. And at the end, the whole thing is just over. That She's just hoping that one day, that they will have enough time to come back to school so they can have a reprogrammed system and start a normal life, a normal educational life that they wish they want to have mm. so that they can continue their school. Yeah, if wishes were horses, in this case, they are not. So the exams are here. That's what cool. reading pattern would you advise? Well, there is really never a reading pattern for anybody. Depends on how quick an individual can assimilate. Except for those, because we have persons who they can read and cram. That is just part of them. And when they do that, they cram what they read and they go and write it. Thereafter, if you ask them any question about that topic, they don't know it anymore. But our advice, for students who are going, they, they should have try as much as they can and work on their reserve because when you read, you have a basis not to go so deep into some of these topics, but have understanding of every of the topics not to cram, so that you will have what to write and describe. Because when you cram and you write it down, I will know that this is cramming. It's not just uh, there is no knowledge there. But for those who express all their topics or their exams, uh, the questions from their exams, you know, personal expressions, that's what you look at. And that's where you know the person can develop on that very path. Okay, sorry. A little advice for them as well. There are some applications for those who are privileged kids that their parents have um, computers, they have phones, mobile phones. Access to internet. Yes, they have access to internet as well. They should just go online and... Um, there's, a, there's this app that actually helps them with the past questions where they can ask the, the, the um, lesson, I forgot some of the names of these things. Okay. There's an app for them to just go there, ask for uh, past, past questions, questions and then get the correct answers That's if they are true. wrong. Okay. So you can have like a walking okay. kind of interaction, interaction with, yes, the system. with the system. Okay. That's okay. the thing because that's the only way they can really help themselves. For those who are privileged, for those that do not have that um, Benefits. They don't it's have really very all that. It's going to be a challenge. Be yeah, at this point, to... I can't just help but feel sorry or, or feel pity for those of them in public schools, particularly public schools in the rural areas. Oh. How do you think they would cope, Mr. Sugara? Well, I think that's a long, a long walk. I really don't mm. know what to say. Even in town, yeah, it's even difficult. I see people go to school and come back early. So I imagine what do they even teach for this past one week? How many subjects are they being able to at least being taught before they come back? So um, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how to go about but sorry, that. Sorry, I just, sorry okay. to cut you short. I feel those people in the rural area, those that don't even have the privilege to have apps or anything like this, are always very more. When we talk about intelligence and listen, they always give you what because. They, they they want to those they that strive they harder. strive harder okay they know where they are coming from so they want to get that result at all costs they don't, they don't mind burning the candle mm. they don't have this convenience they don't have televisions to watch they don't have um, any anything distracting them as much as farm work maybe just farm work helping their parents so i think these ones are even the ones that will end up 
um, getting good scores at the end mm. of the day because and they can they even buy this uh, past questions exactly. they are hard copies they have you copies. can buy although sometimes mm. you in a hundred percent of these students you see see 20 that have been reading those whose parents know what it is to be educated they have a way of programming their children 20 percent but we cannot really work with 20% of all these students. And those ones, they are set. But the majority of the students that are going to write this exam, there's really going to be a big problem mm. because the performance rate will drop. Now, that, that, that takes me back to uh, what you said, that the marking scheme will be reviewed downwards to reflect the current reality. But will that not be compromising the standard of the exam itself? Although, yes, it will. But it will not be announced. These are an internal okay. discussion. It's not what you bring to the public or what you bring to bear. But you, might, you might even encourage students to be more lazy. Because you will no, not you be, don't, you don't the students will not be aware of whatever will be going on behind. These are in-house discussion because for every exam that we do, we go back, have a discussion on the performance rate, we look at the scores of the students, we see if if it is really very poor, yes. there's a you make a review, okay. and the marking scheme is being reviewed to at least suit the current situation. Mm. Not really because you just want to do it, but you know matter arising because there are times schools are, are being closed. Sometimes we we give students a very short time to come and write exam, especially in private schools where they have target to close at a particular time and reopen. So timing is an issue, and when it does, it does happen, then we we have to look at you know the marking scheme, make a review in order to you know, cover some lapses uh, in the results. Well, you know, even at this, there are some people that have already been going for lectures. Yeah. All yeah. these ones, yes, they've been going for lectures. Yes. So those ones, they really don't have a problem. No, they don't. They don't have. Just like, the few ones, like in Delta State. The, the government organized um, online um, online um, teaching free for for the states for children in that state. So that I'm sure. I think there's something like that in the state too. Because I spoke right? with a teacher who said they do online uh, even for the, those in rural areas, but yes. it's um, I think it's a bit different from what they do in the private schools, but there's some yes. form of uh, yes. learning. Yes, you, know, you, you can even use a phone without, um, you can use a normal phone and you get, uh, even on the TV, on NTA. Yeah, they had TV station, stations do yes, that. Where they, they were teaching the children, giving them some topics and all mm. that. So I think some states were already ready ahead of this time that okay. obviously they're going to still write this exam. So they were um, prepping the children up and all that. So well, it is good for that. But you know, the school environment no. is still yes. the ultimate for academic uh, Especially for those of us in this part of the world where you're not used to distance learning. learning. But we are not used to distance learning and it's a challenge. You can see some persons uh, saying they are doing some things online. Let's come to the cost. Okay. Um, primary school owners have asked for payment of 13 fees. And there was a protest. I watched a report where parents protested, some parents protested the payment of certain fees, uh, given the reason that uh, their source of livelihood was also affected by yes. COVID-19. So how come you're asking for payment of full 
certain fees when these children will not be in school for the full term it's just for two weeks of learning and then you write the exams you're gone like i'm a teacher right now and with the private i think um parents actually some of them taking it too serious should have realized that it depends on the kind of school your children are in if your children were given any resources to work with because these children talking about children even in the primary school so they play around, they, do, they are doing nothing, the brain is empty. So the school had to come up with the fact that um, this, th there was a pandemic, right? But they didn't say we shouldn't go ahead teaching. So um, some of them were given resources. I think if private school owners should say they should pay full-term school fees, that would be unfair to the parents because they are the ones even teaching the online. Some of them buy um, data to even teach and get these resources even at, at that. So the cost is even high for the parents. Some of them might have to get lesson teachers to teach because like for, for instance, if I don't like mathematics, I don't know how to teach my children what you are giving so me. How, how do I teach them? You have to get a lesson teacher for yes. that. So the cost is higher on the parents now. The parents. the parents are actually feeling it hot right now. Because even sometimes, imagine a father and mother, both of them are working class. How do you expect them to sit down and start teaching these children all the resources they are giving to them? And I think the parents, really, I feel for them. But then, at the end of the day, the school have to reason. They have to come together and think, maybe as a body, come together and say, okay, let's just collect money for what we are giving. Okay. Let's just pay, pay online. Like my school, we are paying online. We are paying for online. We're not collecting school fees. It's not like school fees because children are not in school. Because teachers have been in school. We've been in school. We've been going even when there was no pooping. We miss our children. Even children day, we sent videos to them to tell them how much we miss them. We know how much we miss our children and how much they will miss us. We can imagine the kind of vacuum that is there. Because normally, I'm a, I'm a teacher and I'm also a parent. The way I would have preferred my own daughter to be in class. Now, I prefer her to be with her teacher because most times, her teacher will be able to sit her right. Be able to tell her what to do. Her, okay, do this, and she respects her teacher more than even my because me. Because there's a mindset that she's yes. in school. school. Yes. Her colleagues this is mommy. Yes. yes. This is, there's a bit of familiarity yes. with mommy, yes. or like teacher. Or like teacher. Yes. So I really think that the school themselves should just cut these costs down. Okay. They shouldn't be selfish because if they are saying pay full school fees, the, the children are not in school. This they are, they have to play around. They are mates that they have to play with. They are not there with them. Yeah, probably some of them are even locked up in the house. They even go, they've not gone out for four months. Yeah. Yes. So how will you say they start paying? That pressure is on the parent, and almost everybody has felt the impact of this COVID. In one way or the other. Salaries have been slashed. People are, are going through a lot. A lot yes. of okay. So in addition to that, uh, I totally disagree with the fact that they should pay tall ten school fees. I was just thinking maybe they should ask them to pay a token. Because, okay, the children are coming back to school. Let's see, at least those that are coming to lecture, those that are coming to do will be paid one way or the other. Because my children, they, are on, they do online as well. They put a token for every month for an online training. Okay, now just as she said, nobody goes to school. You're asking people to pay school fees. And there are people who have lost their jobs just based on this pandemic. So how do you expect them to pay for such things? You understand? And if they cannot pay, what happens to their children in the exit classes? Uh -huh. It becomes difficult. It becomes Isn't everybody very, very that difficult. is able to access the internet? No, not every parent has a phone. Not every parent can even teach their children. So how do we go about that? So asking people to pay. For what you have not seen, it doesn't really make sense. And the truth is, yes. most of the time, um, Nigeria as a whole, I don't think we're even ready for this, educationally, as in 
talking about primary sector, secondary sector. Because so even the teachers, some of them are, even, are not even computer literate. Yes. Okay, so because yes. they, yes. Don't have they don't have the skills. They just have. said learning how to use um, apps and learning how to use phones. Yes. The school started buying laptops, teaching teachers how to use them. You know, all those kind of things. Everything was not even prepared for. They were so they just, just in like, Well, COVID uh, has become an eye opener yes. to the shortcomings that we have. Yes. So I believe that in all sectors, education sector likewise, the work on these areas for future reasons. We never can tell. We don't pray for another COVID, but should there be a need for children or people to be educated through distance learning? then we should uh, brace up and fill in those gaps that we're having. All right, now, as, um, before we wrap up, what about those who are not in exit classes? What would be their fate? Some of them don't even know whether they're going back to school this year or not. And some are even afraid, should they be asked to repeat classes? No, I've heard of some states saying that they should be assessed uh, based on their first and second term performance. Yes. There's some parents who know their kids very well and say, no, don't do let my people go for my children. <laughs> I so, want you know, to uh, such thing can always happen. And there is always, when you have time, do a makeup. You can always do a makeup. You know, we have those makeup tests, makeup exams, uh, makeup lectures. There's always, at that, at that uh, uh, point in time, you increase, you deny the students the next holiday. When we are supposed to have three months for first semester, you make it four months. You incorporate other topics that were not thought before, and you bring them in, you know, to the, their classes or the scheme. And that's the only way you can, you know, compensate. But it is always uh, better to to move because if they have done first second, yes. then they they can move. And why the others can you can have exams shortly after that, well, and that will still uh, uh, work for them. Well, I still support what you're saying, but as a teacher, I'll actually say some children are not going to move. If I were <laughs> to say they're not going to move, because the reason why I'm saying this is because if you're moving them, you're only hurting them because they'll still go back into the next, next class, class and be a problem to okay. teach them. Maybe after first and second term yes. assessments, yes. those that would not move, yes. uh, would know that naturally those ones those would not, not have moved. moved. Yes. Uh, there, are, there are students that cannot move. Some parents move. actually we know say, oh, there's pandemic, because of this reason, my child, everybody should be promoted. Mm. Let my people go, Ooh. everybody should just go. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what I think. That's what I think. But what he said, he said, put those kids into it. Yeah. So that at least the first, let us say, change to be first term. Yes. That's bringing what was supposed to be done in the third okay. term, add it to what is being done this first term and see if the person can take you, in everything. Yes, you yes. incorporate it. Incorporate you can even choose to do a last session for and the I next year. We do it. You can be in 2000 and, you know, last year session, you can be doing it in this year. And if the students cannot uh, go back, mm. then they know that they are going to retract and they go back to the, they, they stay behind while the rest will move. But it's just the system. It's just the system. It depends on what we want to do. But for me, uh, we know our students. We know those that parents to know their children. Some parents they know their children. So some parents can choose to, to say, okay, to stay say back. step step, step back. back. Why others will say no? No, they will not. They, won't. they will yes. not allow. Okay. All right. I think uh, it's left for parents and teachers, and that's why most schools they have parents teachers association. association. So it's something that they have to sit to discuss and uh, come up with something that will be better for every child. Uh, for those in exit classes, we just wish you the best of luck. 
and um, like this wonderful parents, educationists uh, have also said, don't be lazy. Don't think because you have the hope that maybe the marking scheme may be reviewed downwards, you just might get a shocker. Yeah. And then because it's not uh, WIAC is not for the control of Nigeria, uh, you may be saying, okay, what about Neku? Hmm, my dear, do the best that you can. Give it your best. And for parents, please create the enabling environment for these children to concentrate. Don't pressure them. Don't bring your results of how you got straight A's. That's you. That's you. If the child does all, and at the end of the day, the child has just two A's, and we the rest are P, 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 P. There is also another D. The child can. Don't make comparisons. So your mates are going to university, you'll be at home. Let the child be. Everybody has their own time and season. So work with your children according to their own pace. Don't pressure them too much because some of them may crash. Some, yes. Have you heard of exam fever? Some may have exam oh, yeah, fever yeah, by yeah, this yeah. time because yeah, you're pressuring them too much. And teachers too, when you're teaching them, make sure at least you carry them along. Yeah. Don't say because you have a whole scheme to complete and so you don't care what anybody yeah. understands. You just want to load it on them. Come on now. They're human beings. If you're loaded, you the teacher, you're loaded with these things. Will your head respond? At all. <laughs> so let's take it easy. Best of luck to you all. And because we're godly people, would also pray. Parents, pray for your children. Pray for them. Eh? Don't remind them of the amount you spent to erode them. Pray for them. I wish you luck. We'll wait to hear uh, for you as a student how your exam was. Uh, we'll also wait to receive results from you, how you were able to do well in your uh, exams. So um, you can check us out on Facebook, MOP Ekewa. Send in a comment after listening to this and we'll be glad to hear from you. So from all of us here, my name is Blessing. Mr. Igwe, thank you for coming on the thank show. Thank you so Mr. much. Mr. Sogwara, the fashion guru. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a fashionista, a very great fashion designer. Mrs. Eriki, oh, a wonderful mother, a wonderful thank teacher. You. Thank you all for coming. I've been so honored having all of you. It doesn't happen all the time having you on the show. So until next time, bye. <laughs>